Life are filled with adventure, and Go Go Squeeze is there for every run, jump, step of the way. Made from wholesome ingredients like 100% fruit and veggies, real yogurt, and no artificial anything. In Go Anywhere pouches, so our kids can keep going wherever their adventures take them. Go Go Squeeze, you make the memories, we'll make the snacks. Find us in the applesauce aisle. Let's go! Hey everybody, this is Crystal Feliciano. Did you know that Trenton Fashion Week is coming to the capital city? That's right, September 16th through the 22nd, all throughout our great capital city of Trenton, New Jersey. Join us along with Trenton Music Ambassador Sarah Dash, Mayor Reed Gussiora, many others that will come to the forefront to celebrate our diverse richness of fashion and talent in the city. We're closing out Fashion Week on Sunday, September 22nd at Dubai Restaurant and Lounge with Chicago performing artist Teresa Griffin, who's featured on the hit song wonderful you don't want to miss out for more information or tickets please visit eventbrite.com search trenton fashion week or call 609-403-0866 we're gonna help make trenton shine brothers brothers we're happy singing and we're colored colored we're happy singing and we're brothers brothers we're happy singing and we're colored colored we're happy singing and we're brothers Yo, he dropped the white tongue, man. I said, damn. I said, yo, I ain't never seen this nigga with no semi-automatic, first of all. I always seen him with a handgun. This nigga pulled out the big boy toy. He tried to to really murder this nigga over Angie. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. I'm still confused as to why Tommy's so mad that he killed his dad. He was snitching on you anyway, bro. He was bonding with his dad. You would have had to Tommy. kill that nigga anyway. When you found out he was a snitch on Ghost, you would have had to kill him anyway or disassociate yourself with him. Either way, it wouldn't have ended good. There was no relationship to be had there. Mm hmm. All right. We could rule. You go first this time. You bad to go on first. Swoop. You liked it too. Go, nigga. <laughs> Sitting there with that big ass. Now, girl. last week. You was on some tell me. <laughs> I just that we switching up and now. Well, as you would so routinely say, I decided last minute. <laughs> now you get criticized. Now I get criticized. <laughs> All right. Hey yo, how's it taste, motherfucker? It's your boy Flaw Seven Hundred, aka Flaw Claw Van Dam, aka Flaw Cigar. A.K.A. your boy, Dumb Sum Goy. Uh. A.K.A. Flex Flexington. Oh, shit. Yeah, Where you pull out. that one from? Who the, gave you that? Um, the ladies gave that to me on uh, Twitter. <laughs> they said I stay flexing. <laughs> Flex Flexington. Flex Flexington, baby. Uh, I like it. All right. That's pretty cool. What's going on, man? It's your boy Fresco, Sir Fresco Famous. You dig that? You can follow your boy on Twitter at Fresco Ben Famous. That's B I N Famous. And on Instagram at Fresco Fame. Here we are, the Podcast Brothers, Kelly Drake's favorite podcast. And this is episode 149. Shoot him again. Oh, shoot the ass again. I ain't got a problem with that. 149. Next week Mm. is the episode 150. That's a milestone. Episode 150, 50 more episodes till 200. Mm-hmm. But next week will be our official sneaker giveaway. We've been telling you motherfuckers about this shit for like nine, ten weeks now. 
Episode 150, courtesy of the OG sneakerhead, Bayshon Brown. He gonna, we're going to do our raffle. Those of you who have entered by subscribing to the Podcast Brothers website, your email address will be entered into a raffle, and it will be drawn, and that's how the winner shall be decided. And courtesy of OG Sneakerhead, you get to either choose from a pair of sneakers that he has currently in his inventory, a future release of your choice, or you can be a recipient of a 100 and whatever dollar gift card to Foot Locker and make the purchase of your choice. That's how we doing it. <clears throat> and the podcast brothers are no longer a part of Spreaker. We are now with Anchor. For those of you who don't even know the significant difference of you know that switch, because a lot of us listen to Apple Podcasts, uh, uh, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, but there, there's like the mothership, the motherland, um, the home, I would say, to where all of these... All of those platforms get their information from, and it was Spreaker. So now we're on Anchor, and Anchor is going to basically put all put our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, things of that nature. Now, when we first when we doing this flip, it's it might not upload to Spotify right away and other platforms. Bear with us. It's part of the reason why I didn't want to change because um, it'll put a monkey wrench into things where things just flow. So there might be a few less listeners this week because they might not be able to find us, but we shall fix it. The thing is, Anchor is free. Spreaker costs $50. I want to say $50. You know what I'm saying? They was like, yo, uh, y'all owe us some bread. I said, you know what? <laughs> no. I said, you know what? You know what? I, I'm not really in this to make money, but I'm technically losing money. So let's be smart. Why, why, be, why just spend money because you think... You're a baller or something like Being that. Being frugal yeah, it's just is like, very important. You know what? If I'm going to break even, or I'm going to make money, but I'm just not going to just lose money right. just because, um, you know, I like doing you the podcast. You need $50, bro? I do. I ain't, you ain't getting it yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> you ain't getting it for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I need $50, too. But now, the best part about Anchor is um, you can actually uh, donate to the podcast, brothers, if you like with as many listeners as we have. My bro need $50, man. Can we get one listener to each to donate $1? Cash app, J, uh, Jarrell M83. Come on, man. You know, you ever see those Feed the Children commercials? I mean, he don't need to be fed. You know, he a big boy. But we want to make sure this big boy continues to be a big boy. Yeah, too many people telling me I'm losing weight. And I don't like that. I thought you were shooting to lose weight. I do, but you don't want to see it because you kind of like... It's difficult to explain. Trust all right. me. All right. Trust me. I've actually never lost weight before. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I don't know what that, but I don't know what that's like. With Anchor, you could donate to the podcast, brothers. And with as many listeners that we have, we ain't asking for much, but I think that 99 cent package a month is doable. 99 cents to support your boys so we can, you know I me mean, expand and do bigger and better things with the brand. And I'll give you 50 cent when I see you. Feel me? You see how that works? We all win. You are going to give them 50 cent, correct? If I got it. <laughs> no, you, if know, I got you it. said that you would. Not if you got two it. Two quarters. You're going to have to have it. Exactly. I'm because I'm not, I don't carry really chains and shit. But if I got two quarters on me, you see, I'll give it to you. Like, yeah, man, I appreciate it. But Spreaker was dope. Shout out to the listeners. Shout out to the people who uh, support us in the city of Trenton, New Jersey and outside of Trenton, New Jersey. Um, San Francisco. Salute to San Francisco. The Bay. The Phil- Bay. Philadelphia. Philly. Uh, Virginia. We yeah. thank y'all for being big supporters of the podcast, brothers. 
also um, worldwide. We international, so shout out to the other countries. Um, shout out to the, you know what I'm saying? Send some money to my cash app too, bro. No, I mean, you this ain't is got about to. me. See, you see? All right, you fine. see? It was a joke on me. Now I'm just, like, I'm gonna just ask you to cash up to me when you get it. You'll never know I got it. I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ask you. I want to give, and this might. I want to give a special shout out to the Popeye workers, man. I'll be honest with you, man. Y'all killing them people out there, hey, man. man. Can I say something, please? Go ahead. I have never in my life ever seen such hoopla <laughs> over a goddamn sandwich. Are you kidding me? A fucking sandwich. Uh, I'm baffled as shit. Now, I haven't gone because I don't believe the fucking hype. I don't. I seen a picture of the sandwich on Twitter. It said it looked like he snatched it right out of homie hands. Because <laughs> it, it was all crushed down and shit. It just looked like a regular ass chicken sandwich, man. It may be good, but it ain't good enough to make me jump off my fucking couch and go wait in line at fucking Popeyes for a chicken sandwich. I seen niggas jumping through drive through windows, fucking niggas hopping over the counters and shit. Like, come on, man. I was actually in the Popeyes and it was about to pop off. Where? Yeah. How I go? How I go down? This is how I went down. I I, I walk in there and this, shit is crazy. this lady. She was a white lady and. I can't think of the um, race of the young lady that was behind the counter, but it was a young lady and it was a white lady, um, and she wanted the, she wanted the chicken sandwich. Now there is no sign that said that they sold out. What I what I kind of heard her say is they they ran out of bread, so they have chicken. They just ran out of the bread. Go figure. So she ordered the chicken sandwich and she said we ran out of bread. So the lady was just like. Something there's a sign on the mirror on the glass that says you guys have the chicken sandwich. So the cashier snapped like, "Yo, you want me to write it on my forehead or something?" Like she really got nasty with it. Mm-hmm. So the lady kind of steps off, but then she says, "Fuck you! I pull you over this counter." As she was walking away, though, damn. And the young lady was just acting like she was not hearing it, but it almost got funky in there damn. because you know you got to understand. Well, listen, I understand the employee, man. I understand the employee. Of course, the frustration, yeah. Yeah, I'm frustrated. You motherfuckers coming in here acting like savages over this fucking sandwich. It's a chicken sandwich, bro. We're not the only place that got them. I seen a nigga, an actual Popeye's employee. He, it looked like he was in the break room. He made a video. He was like, yo, bro, don't come to Popeye's. We ain't got no more chicken sandwiches, bro. Chill, cuz. Don't come to Popeye's. Like... Y'all ODing for the most. And another thing I learned is that this chicken sandwich has been on Popeye's menu since November of last year. Mm. Why is it now a hit, such a big hit? Why is it booming and popping in such a way right now? The power of social media. Something happened. Who was the first person recently to go? Who who started the trend of this becoming this fucking big deal with this chicken sandwich? I don't know directly, but I'm pretty sure it was a few people who were crying about how delicious it was. I've seen videos of people just breaking out in tears after a bite Get of the, the sandwich. Out of here. I've seen it. So <laughs> it it became a thing where people wanted to try this chicken sandwich. Hey, yo, shout out to Ralph. Uh, uh, Ralph tweeted, he said... <laughs> that chicken got the uh, the secret stuff in it from Undercover Brother. <laughs> the movie <laughs> Undercover Brother going ham over the man's chicken. Like that's exactly what's happening. Like I just, it's just weird that this shit just fucking blew up like that. I've never seen such a frenzy over fast food. I've never seen 
a fast food commercial that made me go, oh shit, I'm going to McDonald's right now. Like, I, I just don't, I don't get it. The, when, get it. when there's a special like this, well, first off, the employees don't get paid enough as it is, but I do think that there needs to be a bonus when it comes to a successful promotion. You know, because if you're running a business, I understand the numbers are everything. But when right. you see a spike like that, I think uh, Popeye's made over $23 million. No, that wasn't. That was They saved $23 million in non-marketing due to oh. Twitter itself. Oh. So the $23 million that they would have spent for advertising for the chicken sandwich, they didn't, or whatever it was, they didn't have to use because of the free promotion that came with the sandwich through word of mouth that's, through social media. That's worse. So what are you going to do with that $23 million? I think that you need to give your employees a bonus. You need to give them something. Yeah, man. Niggas is killing themselves over. Yeah. We getting yeah. into fights, bro. There's, like, come on, man. They're not like, even, they can't even get a break. They can't even get a break. You seen, Did you see the picture of the lady yes. in the Popeye's uniform yeah. nailed over? They, bro, I felt bad bro, for her. Bro, they put her side by side the Jordan flu game picture where he was nailed over. Yeah, I saw he that. He said Popeye's three overtime. Three overtimes. Well, it's just three overtimes, four in the chicken sandwiches, like 700 minutes or some shit like that. And they put it next to Jordan's flu game stats. <laughs> I really feel bad for that lady. I crazy. really did. because because oh, I, I snatched my headphones out. Hold because on. they're going to go home and have to get up. I worked fast food before. It's tiresome. It's tiresome. You stand on your feet a lot. You go home smelling like chicken or burgers, whatever food restaurant you work I, I in. I never worked fast food before. I worked. There. I worked at the movie theater, which is my first job, but that was it. But uh, hats off to the Popeye workers, man. Hopefully, y'all get y'all a nice little bonus check in the mail, man. Yo, and also don't forget that when you, the neighborhood nigga that worked at the fast food joint, remember them nights when all y'all niggas working at Burger King, we was waiting for Kev to get off to bring back the food. Yeah. Don't you think them niggas getting blew up by niggas at home? Yo, nigga, you supposed to bring home three chicken sandwiches tonight. Go pop the fuck around with you. You only brought one? No, yeah. they ran out. Like, come on, man. Like, what the fuck? If you like, remember how we did it, you know, um, we used to be up like two, one, two in the one morning. One, two in the morning, yep. And, really, at, man? and cell phones really wasn't the thing back then. We talking about before cell phones was popping. Mm-hmm. Back when everybody had like a Nokia or something. We ain't really had no cell phones, so we didn't know what he was bringing home. So when he pulled up with that bag of food and he like he on a bicycle, had, nigga, he, right? He he was dedicated. I got like <laughs> on a bicycle, nigga. Yeah. So when he came to the crib and he had a bag full of food, you know, we, that shit got dished out. Like, yeah, yeah. So, so I can only imagine. It's, I'm sure it's just like that now. I'm pretty sure though. You're not getting chicken sandwiches two in the morning. They, there's not enough. Like probably, I, I know they can count. They probably eat in the morning. Now, one thing I did see in Popeyes, chicken was stopped. It's so Nobody much chicken, chicken is available. Right. So if y'all want chicken at two in the morning, we got that. But you're not getting a chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. But if you want a breast and some biscuits, these thighs, bro, it's pause. plenty of that. <laughs> pause that. I wanted to touch on the, uh, crazy, the Amazon Fire. Yeah, hit the button. Now just a little. It's not a little topic. Oh. Just uh, the Amazon fires. The wild uh, the mm-hmm. fires is happening. Out there, man. The Amazon rainforest. Amazon rainforest. It's burning. They said that it was started from uh, dry weather, heat, and wind. Kind of like the Los Angeles. Uh, Spontaneous combustion. Yeah, it's kind of like kind of like what we happened out there in Los yeah. Angeles, right? Where yeah. it's just dry and just nasty and just Spontaneous poof, fire combustion. Mm-hmm. Um, it says that um, the Amazon produces 20% of the Earth's oxygen and is considered the planet's lungs. Um, so that's really a big deal, and I think that you guys should read up on it um, so you can see the importance of why you should care about why this fire meet, should mean something to you. 
You know, I'm not going to touch on it that much. I think that that's um, I'm gonna give that your homework. Study it. Ain't shit we could do though. Ain't we can't go volunteer and put the motherfucker out, man. So I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen with this one. It's gonna, gonna be an interesting shake. So let's start this episode off, man. 17, 18 minutes in, however long we've been talking, man. I want to get the power. Season six started Season last six. night. Midnight. Let you niggas know right now, if you ain't seen power, this is the part where you fast forward. Yeah, about five, ten minutes, depending on how much we got from it. Um, so I can start off by saying that before Power Season 6 aired, I went back and watched Season 1. And boy, have it's I... It's good to get reaccustomed, re, uh, you know what I'm saying, re-in-tune with and the... And you know what I noticed about Season 1 and Episode 1? A lot of that, a lot of them breadcrumbs was, was left, left from the very right. beginning. Yeah. The names, the scenarios, if you really wasn't paying attention, mm-hmm. they named everybody. Kanan, Lobos, like no matter what. Like, so they stay consistent, stuff that you might think... Like when Tommy was talking to Sean, he was like, hey, that's what Kanan would have wanted. He, we owe your father big, me me and Ghost. Yeah. And stuff like right. that. But you don't even know who the You don't even know who Kanan was. Kanan? Who the fuck is Kanan? You don't even know who Kanan was. Mm-hmm. And this whole time I'm watching uh, season one, it was this Spanish lady going around killing people, setting... Pink um, sneakers. Right. Now, I forgot who even sent that person. Then I realized Kanan. it was Kanan. So Kanan was the one... You know from what I mean? The beginning. From the beginning. <laughs> but I also got to watch Ghost in the beginning. James St. Patrick. And I've been the one, I've been one of the ones saying that if Tasha would have supported his dreams, there would have been no Angela. I'm going to backtrack. I saw different. I think that Ghost would have chased after Angela, even if Tasha would have been like, if you want to do this nightclub, I'm all, I'm I'm there for you. And basically what I'm saying is what I learned is a lot of men settle. Settle. Um, him and Tasha got together through circumstances, and he needed a ride or die. Somebody that he can, somebody that would have his back. Not necessarily he was necess- not necessarily in love with Tasha. I don't think ever. It was just you're there. You can handle this situation that I got going on. Let's roll. He showed who his true love was when he seen Angela in the club, and a lot of guys do that. Like a lot, we got to stop settling. Fast forward to season six. It all comes crashing down. The woman he loved, turns out she was murdered. Bitch, like I said, me. if you ain't see power yet, this ain't the uh, segment you want to listen to. Skip 10 minutes. Bitch, but Angela dead me. is dead. And Courtney, the writer of the show, <laughs> threw a monkey wrench into niggas' faces because I specific, specifically remember her posting shortly after last season's finale. She posted on Instagram that Angela is dead. No, she said Angela is not dead. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. But well. then when you watch. But then when you watch, it was like, oh, shit. They said that bitch dead. But they got this other show, uh, Power Confidential, something like that. I can't mm-hmm. remember what it is. They explained that that's she, she wanted Angela to live, but she was overpowered by the writers. The writers wanted Angela to die. They said Angela. We was, all did. But going out like that, though, she she kind of was on the positive side. She helped Tariq get out of jail. Her and Tasha was actually clicking a little bit. Hit the bullshit button. Hit that. <laughs> <laughs> if I could find yeah, it. Hurry up. Bullshit. Yeah, you don't think so, though? Listen, I'm kind of personally satisfied that it was Tommy that got to pull the trigger. Mm. You've been fucking with me since season one, bitch. Remember when Tommy went to jail in season one? He's caught in a room with Lobos. That was all Angela. Yeah, bitch. You've been a thorn in my side since this book. You've been, you tricked, you fucked my best friend up with that poisonous ass pussy. Broke up a happy home and family. Got me in the middle of this shit. And you fucking up with the street business. It got me locked up and put in prison with 
in the mix with cartel shit. No, bitch, you bite the dust. Yeah, <laughs> bitch, bite. Th- that's the a dust. fact. If you're looking at it from Tommy's perspective, if you're looking at it from everybody's perspective except Ghost, yes, it all it all is kind of like Angie's fault, but Ghost's fault. Ghost's fault. Um, Tasha don't benefit from Angie being around. The kids didn't. Uh, um, Tommy didn't. The only person that did was Ghost, and it cost Ghost everything. Well, everything. They, they only benefited on the back end when they got in trouble, and then it was like, "Well, bitch." Call the prosecutor. <laughs> but whose fault? Whose fault was that? Because Ghost had right. Because the first ones getting everybody in trouble. He's he, well, no, no, no. Well, they was making their own moves too. Aside from Ghost, everybody was doing their own bullshit. But, when, but didn't they tell you that Angie was investigating them? They said Angie can't be trusted. Tommy told them that right. season one, like before right. they even knew she was a fed. Yeah, and then true. when they found out who she was, Pussy was too good. What did Ghost say? Man. Don't worry, I got this. Come on, that, man. that was you Ghost. Know how, you know how it is when you stroke the pussy for the first two, three times, bro. Fam, you want La La Land, man? Fam. That shit just got cracking it. If he can kill, <laughs> <laughs> that shit just got cracking. I'm not it, saying bro. it's the same thing, but if you can kill Roller, you can kill Angie. You, you know what I mean, like if yeah. it if yeah. it crumbles, okay, yeah. if it crumbles your organization, like Ghost lost the daughter. He basically lost his son, lost his wife, lost his he family, lost everything, lost all his best got, friend. All he got is Proctor, <laughs> and he don't even got that because now they 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 telling Proctor, you better turn two or you next. Right? Proctor got one foot in, one foot out. Right? But I do think that, hey yo, you know what? Too what the fuck ever happened to that laptop from the beginning of season one? Oh shit! Remember that that he mailed yeah. off somewhere? I think he mailed it to his cousin and gave it to his cousin Benny. Yeah. What the fuck's up with that? But who does that implicate, though? Ghost Tommy. Tommy it implicates Tommy with the murder of the uh, the uh, the nigga that he stabbed up in Proctor Kitchen, mm. in his living room. He got that recording, all that shit on there. But overall, I think that season one episode episode uh, the first episode of season, season six, six episode one was definitely fire. I watched it three times. It was a good episode, just so I can see if I missed. Besides the fight scene. You killed Angela. You killed. You, you killed gotta die right now, my nigga. It was just like, oh, that that fight scene was kind of cheesy. Because if I'm ghost and I'm in your crib already, I I'd have shot you. Shot exactly. Forget a fist fight. And then my goddamn son come walking through the door. I'd have hit that nigga with a rib shot. Rain <laughs> is dead because of you, boy. Get the fuck out of here. But it's too much death in the air for you to be circling around me right now. You can't be getting a drop. Yo, like people that. be killing me about how to handle Tariq. It's like, first off, this is. Technically a grown man. Like how old is right. Tariq? 18? 16, 16, 17. He's 16, 17? Something like that. Okay, he's, so still say, like, he's still in like 10th, 11th grade. Okay, so he's like 16, 17 right now. I understand he's still a child. But this is kind of like a grown man as well. So what do you want Ghost to just punch him in the face every time you see him? Obviously, right. that, because we talked about this. What happens when that stare don't work? Right, It's right. happening with Ghost. Tariq, right. go home. Man, fuck, fuck you. you I'm at Tommy House. What do you do? All right, all right. Well, stay your punk ass here then. <laughs> what, yeah, that's what the fuck I told you I was just doing. What do you do when that look don't work no more? What do you do at when you can't, age. you can't whip Tariq? Right. You can't take the belt off. He tried like last year, right? Right. He, did, he tried season. that a couple times. You know what? Go in your room and turn off the PlayStation or some shit like that. Like, that fuck was you, all you got my daddy that. no more ghost. Man, I'm sneaking out the back door going <laughs> to the hood. You talk about the PlayStation. That is a, that is a spooky type of conversation and I think we've and we've had that conversation plenty of times what happens you when gotta, your son you, becomes of age where he can whip you not saying you gotta have that, you gotta have that conversation with him as to whereas Ain't you no tell them no 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 you gotta have that conversation with them where you, where you tell them that they're headed down the wrong path and that they continue to do this 
your life is going to be fucked up. Like, you got to, at this point, you got to play on their conscience because when they go away and they're not around no more and they do some stupid shit, when the moment they realize they fucked up, it's like, damn, I should have listened to my dad. But let's keep it a buck. Ghost can't have that conversation with his son because Tariq feels like he messed up the family. You cheated on mom with Angela. Um, yeah, but I'm yeah, it's true. But I'm still out of jail and I'm alive with a lot of money and businesses running. There is no gems. I'm you listening. might you might not be that fortunate because you're not ghosts. You're not as good as me. The moves you make will either land you in jail or get you fucking murdered. I don't know. There is no gems that ghosts can give to Tariq right now. I don't think Tariq he can even have a who conversation. who you gonna get them from, Tommy. Hell no. That's yeah, he he What type of logic can he provide? Actually he is pretty logical when he's talking to Tariq. He be making sense. That nigga played Bone Thugs and Harmony, so Boom, 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 boom. And Tariq boom, just boom, like boom. a young boy, like, what the what is <laughs> like this? They say he turned that shit right yeah, off. Like, I don't <laughs> But yeah, uh this episode was definitely fire. You got any more intake on it? Um Oh, I also like the fact that they got back to the important part of the series. And I think what made this episode good was no more rest in peace to Charlie Murphy, but no special guests, like no Charlie Murphy, mm-hmm. no Tommy's dad, no nothing like get the back core, to the, right. The core, get the back cast. to ghost Tommy, Tasha and the feds. That's what we loved about the show in the beginning. When you start bringing in, why the fuck is sack so upset? Angela's dead. Hey, remember, uh, what's the black cop? Fuck Donovan. you, Sax. Fuck you, Sax. <laughs> I don't care anything about what you got to say. How you talk like that? Man? I don't know why that part was so funny. My head's Fuck wood. you, Sax. You sound like he need water all the time. But Sax, Sax was a, um, a pain in the ass since season one. Yo, Sax hasn't done shit the nah. entire series. Why you feel like you're the guy to bring it all down now when you've been a part of this task force since Lobos? Like you ain't did <laughs> shit. You literally haven't done anything. Just it's just that everybody else is fucking gone. Mm-hmm. Mike's dead. Angela's dead. Greg's dead. I forgot about Greg. That nigga been dead. Me. Mike killed Greg though. So that's just a dirty fag game. If you don't like power, I would say that it's mostly because you can't relate. I think I relate to ghosts, not the flashy part, but. So you be you run around drug dealing and killing? No, but it's that part where he thinks he has everything under control. And I think that Ghost would do himself justice if he admitted or acknowledged that he did not. Like right now, I think he thinks he can fix this. He thinks mm-hmm. he can fix everything. And for six years, we saw him fix nothing. You name me one thing, he's fixed. Are you filling in Ghost's name for yours? That's what you're doing? What you mean? You're making an analogy? Yeah, I'm saying that that's I relate to Ghost. By thinking that no matter how wrong things are, no matter how bad things get, his daughter Raina died. And what did he don't worry, Tasha, I'll fix it. How? Yeah. That, that like that's his go-to every time. They can it can be the worst thing in the world. Don't worry, Tasha, I'll take care of it. We'll we'll feel better about it once we get Dre. Nigga, what? No. 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 He <laughs> that eye for eye shit don't work, brother. Not, and I, not, and I, not this time. And I've learned that. You know, sometimes it's best to be a student. And I think that some people don't want to relinquish that power. And maybe that's why it's the name of it. I don't know. Some people don't want to relinquish that crown. Like, he's the man. Is he? He never, in his mind. Oh, yeah. Like, him and Tommy was supposed to be yeah. head-to-head. But he, as you can see, he was always like 5% over Tommy. Mm-hmm. He had to keep that that edge a little bit. Tommy had to pop Poncho. I would, he had to shoot that nigga, though. Who? Poncho, when Tommy yeah, shot Poncho. Yeah, he, he was he wild for no reason. 
Yeah, the shooter. Because, well, first off, once you pull out your piece, you got to fire it. That's number one. Number two, and you can't let nobody make you can't nobody talk to you like that yeah, in front of the yeah. organization. Then they ran the face. I knew he was going to die by the, his outfit. I was like, yeah. Just he ain't put no thought into his wardrobe. So he about to, he about to get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> this nigga look crazy. Anything else you want to add? Um, nah, that's that's it for now. We'll touch on one or two things about power later this episode. Yeah, more power talk still to come. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yo, what's good, extended fam? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. <laughs> yeah. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I recommend a computer. We're professionals here. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Try to catch me slipping there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chip. Hey. Are men sending mixed signals to women by liking half-naked pictures and videos on social media? This seems to be a hot topic to where as men don't know what we want. It's one of my favorite stories, hot topic. We know what we want, and I think that we know how to separate our fantasy from reality in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Fantasy is, yeah, I'm going to like a lot of twerking. I'm going to like a lot of half-naked women, but that's just not necessarily what I want my girl to look like or what I want to come home to. Mm-hmm. I might want to come home to the khaki, uh, the, the slacks, the uniform, the, 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 the work outfit. And, like, I might like a certain thing on social media, but I might like you to not know nothing about that world. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, did you cheat? Oh, did you peep what happened in the shade room? No, babe, what's the shit? No, what happened? Meanwhile, oh, I, I read uh, I read four nigga last posts in seven minutes. Yeah. I know it all. <laughs> she don't know, she don't know nothing about the shade room. Oh, I like it. I like it. Well, I, I like stuff like that. I don't think it's a mixed signal necessarily. I mean, there are all types of beautiful walks of life with women. All types of shapes and sizes and forms and big and small and wide and slim and all these things. And, you know, when it's just on full display for you at the press of a button or the flip of a finger. It's not like you necessarily want that, but it's a delectable sight that's placed in your face. And it's like, okay, well, double tap. But I'll say this, and here's something that men need to understand. This is a learning process for us because we don't get it. And just like what um, Killer was saying, uh, Kayla was saying last week when she was here, we can tell you what we like. But from what they see, they see differently. So if my girl is flat chested with no butt, but I love you to death and I'm on social media liking all these women who are so curvy and and, and just thicker than a snicker, that's going to trigger their insecurity. Well, also, too, a lot of ladies, y'all put, uh, uh, what's the word? It's, uh, you think everybody wants your man because it's your man, but... The woman that he liking on the gram, they ain't, they wouldn't pay this nigga no mind. I'm probably talking about myself, but <laughs> they wouldn't pay a nigga no mind. So it's not like if he was in the midst of these women, he would just be like, he would have them at his whim. Like them, them, them women probably wouldn't be paying a nigga no attention. <laughs> and also, 
with that being said, it's also the reverse um, situ- um, reverse psychiatry as well. You said that right? I don't think I, I don't did, think you did. And I can't necessarily I think, correct right. you, but yeah. I, I, I know that was wrong. That was wrong, but well, y'all know I, what I mean. Reverse psychiatry. Go. Whatever. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> There's a battle out there with the women, right? They're very competitive. There's a war going on outside no man is safe from. We don't even know we even in it. It don't matter if you three feet of eight one. Oh, see, you, you, that's the Cameron version. I thought you was going to do the uh, Prodigy version, man. It's Prodigy uh, Bar. Sorry. But there's a I'm war sorry. going on out there. We don't even know that we are even involved in, you know what I mean? Because we're men and we think like, we just think straight ahead. You know, the women, they, they spread out. They like the tree branches and they be having all types of arms and they be having a thought process all over the place. But men, we be like, huh? Really? So it gets to the point where it's just like, okay, you like this pick or you liked a friend's pick or something or somebody that somebody might know or anything. You just like, yo, this is a nice pick. It's on Instagram. I'm going to like it. Well, that might start a fire amongst friends and group chats and where the girls is like, oh, your man is doing this. Your man is doing that. And now you got to hear it when you get home. But all you did was like a picture. So it's kind of like the women are like in competitive, like they're very competitive with each other. Men are too, but the women are highly competitive with each other to where they don't want to feel embarrassed at no point whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So anything that you might do where it comes to like liking pics on social media could trigger, once again, uh, uh, um, just an anxiety that they already have. And you might not even know that you're doing it. And that's the crazy part. And that's why we're having this conversation because there was a topic in the uh, the Podcast Brothers group to where, um, like I said, a young shout lady. Shout out to the Podcast Brothers group on Facebook. Yeah, shout out to the group where a young lady, um, there was a post where a young lady was just like, you know, men don't know what they want. You know, they tell us that they want these women that look like this, but they're always on social media liking what they like. My thoughts to that is I really need I really think we need to stop making social media our reality because it's not. Let it be the fantasy world that it is. And you can still have this fantasy world and this fantasy pleasure island and still go home. Well, first of all, one thing is the woman also that like these curvy, curvy, tannish looking women or whatever kind of pictures of being light like these type of women, you don't. They're just not walking down the street. They're not, you don't bump into these women at Starbucks or whatever like that. So it's unlikely niggas are going to date women like that because that's not the environment that you're in to, to meet a woman like that. So that's not even really possible to begin with. These bitches live in Australia. <laughs> yeah, mm, I'm yeah. liking a picture. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know anybody like that walking. If I knew a bunch of women like these models walking around here on Instagram, if this was people that I bumped into on a regular basis, I wouldn't be liking their pictures on Instagram. They'd be regular. I also think it's the maturity level of a man to know that, yeah, I like these women on social media, but my wife, my girl, you don't have to be physically busty like them. Right, your mind is great. Your right. smile is beautiful. Your characteristic, like your energy, is great. Now we like you for that, but yeah, we get we have conversation. Yeah, if I saw if like if I like a certain type of female on social media and I seen them in public, I wouldn't stop talk to them in in, in public. Right, because you might you might judge them. I'm gonna just 
turn around when she walk by us. I'm gonna I check out not, the booty. I'm definitely gonna check out the booty. I might not think she's the smartest thing in the room. Right. I might not think she's the most intelligent thing. That's not saying she that might the, have a bad bo. Her pH balance can be off the day I meet her. Who knows? That's a fact. I'm I'm always and this is me. <laughs> Who knows? And this is me. I'm always thinking the prettiest girls have the worst breath. I always gotta find something. <laughs> I always gotta find something about you. You ever bag a super pretty girl, and then like after you get you come off the high of realizing how pretty she is, and you start like actually analyzing her, you like wait what? The fuck this bitch just say all the time. <laughs> it's like what? I was oh, I was oh, I was I, I was dating this one pretty 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 girl right, and I was young, and when you're thirty, when, huh? No, no. I was in my I was in my twenties, uh, bucko. Very young, right? And she was so pretty, I thought highly of her. But she was cooling down to earth, and that kind of threw me off because you're not supposed to be down to earth. What I mean down to earth was she did not mind telling me how much she had to shit and fart. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like you, you, you can't talk like that. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, what? You, you not supposed to say that. You're ruining. What I think of you with your filthy fucking mouth, (laughs) but that was the but that was an immature me. Like I I get it. Like she was showing you passed up on a bad joint because she expressed how much she had to go to the bathroom. At the time, I didn't think she was. (laughs) (laughs) This nigga is shallow. (laughs) At the time, shit. At the time, I didn't think pretty girls. How bad was she though? On a skeleton, she she was nice. Skeleton. How bad was she? She was an eight. Oh man, but bro, you knew she had to go to the bathroom. I was young, man. <laughs> Who talks <laughs> was, like that? You was in your twenties. Who we, talks you like was 21? that? <laughs> Who talks like that? Oh, I, I got to take a shit. Like I, I, I just don't. I just didn't think that that was the proper way to talk. Like, oh man, <laughs> you pretty. Though. I didn't think this was the proper way to talk. Yeah, I was like, oh, but okay. I, that was fucking me. English professor. Was there, okay? Was there anything that? A pretty, like a super gorgeous, like somebody you thought was out your league. Like, first off, have you ever talked to someone way out your league that you thought at least? Hell have you yeah. ever bagged somebody like out your league? Like every single fucking chick I was ever with. <laughs> <laughs> like, every damn, last one of them. What you doing with me? Fuck you like me for? <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, not, not, nothing, not, nothing, not anything like that, but I just don't like when, I don't like ditzy girls and, I come across a couple of extremely pretty girls who was just like fucking rock bottom dumb. Mm. It's just like and that turns you off, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just not attractive at all. Mm. It's not attractive, and I, and it's also pretty girls that act like they give you attention, but they not. You ever be talking to a joint? And you excited to be talking to her, and you texting her, and she takes her sweet ass time to reply to you, but in the moments that you actually get to be with her, the bitch is always on her phone. Mm. What kind of shit is that? You think I ain't paying attention, bitch? It take you a half an hour to reply to every fucking text I send you. But, but when I'm with you, you want that shit nonstop. That's when you got to go. Somebody always being on their phone, though. I don't know because I, I I got accused of not replying to messages quick enough because I'm always on my phone. It's not true. I don't believe there's majority, a time limit, though. Majority of the time, you might be on your phone, but there was like like there could be a situation where I might just got up and go got some to get some water. Right, and but I'm saying it's it's not a time limit to none of this shit. It like, bitch, reply to my shit in seven and a half minutes, point four quotas, whatever, like that. It's like, but be respectable about it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If I'm 
attempting to engage in conversation, don't be taking all fucking day to reply to a nigga shit. Because at a certain point, I don't forgot what the fuck we talked about. Or at a certain point, I done deleted the thread out the fucking text completely. So I don't even think about texting you ass no more. And I think that that might actually just answer the question. It's like, yeah, these women are beautiful, but can we relate? Right. Do we have anything in common besides looks? Because yes, men do need something besides looks. Man, I take it, a I take a, a a regular seven over a bad ten, bro. Yeah. A bad ten with no personality or conversation. I take a regular seven. Like, I honestly ass. think I'm good with that. The I, baddest joints ain't really. They just be bad, bro. They good. It's arm candy, arm trophy, whatever the fuck that shit called. But but don't get me wrong though. There's some bad woman out there that got all of that. And they're out of my league. <laughs> nope. Not even, wouldn't even try it. On a million light years. I wouldn't even try it. But, but like I was saying, I, I think that's what answers it. Is like men be... At, you get to a certain age where you want somebody to bounce off your energy mentally. Right. Not just, oh man, she look good. Like I said, you see how immature I was back then? This girl Word was dope. Life. Okay, so... Okay, <laughs> all right. Have, has, have the actions... <laughs> have the actions besides them being not too bright, but have their actions turned you off? Any any girl you dated to where they you saw what they did, and you, or you saw how they lived, and you was just like, nah, I can't do this. Um, nah, I'm actually pretty bougie in that regard. So I wouldn't just date anybody. Like, so I don't know, man. I've actually just ended up being lucky enough to. End up with women with good structure as far as like foundations okay. for the most part. But I mean, like the in between stages of just dating or just talking to people, whatever, like that. I've ran, I've run across a couple of does or people that just waste your time. Like you, I'm trying. Yo, what's good? We 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 done had conversations where we've been texting or whatever like that. Now I'm trying to link up and trying to go somewhere or whatever. And you, or if you just can't find the time now, I right, well. You hit me when you get the time. Because after two, three times me asking you, yo, you got availability. Oh, I'm free such and such day. What's good? Oh, I got this. All right, cool. No problem. Y'all free such and such day. What's good? Oh, I got this. All right, look, bitch. Mm. <laughs> look, 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 look. How many fucking times do I got to ask you so before what, you... All right, well, you know what now? You got to call me now because I'm not calling you no more. So with that being said, let us like our pictures that we like on Instagram because obviously... The criteria that we're looking for in our women is different. It is just not going to be the same. No, nah, it's not the same at all. And let social. I don't know them women either, so I, I don't want to get the norm. I don't like want to get the norm. I think they breathtaking. They ass. I is think out. something is wrong. The right? ass is out, and it looks good. Damn, that's a nice ass. Double tap. Mm-hmm. The fuck, bro. Yes, like, this. That's it. Man. Whatever. Keep it moving. Whoa, whoa, I was going to say something else, but I forgot. Did the Joe button throw you off? No, I forgot before that play. Okay. <laughs> hey, so another big uh, story that's, I would say story that's been going on this week, but this has been going on forever. Child support and how it's distributed, how it's given out. Distributed. Thank you. I'm trying. I'm, 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 I'm swimming. Order I'm out there. I'm, I'm, I'm treading. Okay. I don't, all right. Whatever the fuck that means. I'm out there. All right. I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? All right. What the f- <laughs> Child support and how it should be passed out. Spent. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many ways that you can look at this situation, right? I, If I believe correctly, 
we kind of grew up on <laughs> if you if you believe correctly. No, I thought I said if I if I remember correctly. Okay, if you believe correctly. If I remember what? correctly, okay. If I said believe, that was a I messed up. If okay. I remember correctly, mm-hmm. we grew up on child support. Um, I don't remember. Well, you know, mom had a job, but she was still right. getting child support checks. Right. And the house was taken care of, and we all had food in our bellies, and we all, you know, we all ate whatever. I know my dad was on child support, and I know that um, the three daddy. Youngest, Daddy wasn't daddy there. Daddy wasn't there. Um, My daddy wasn't there, y'all. So I'm an orphan. With all, oh. with all the child support checks coming in, we never got the checks individually. Nobody never said, "Hey, here goes your check." Right. Here goes yours. Now I know a kid. I know it. I was. I was jealous of him when I found out that his mom actually handed over the child support checks to the son, and he got them. Like salute to I'm that. Jealous man. of that nigga too. Yeah. And that was like a wild long time ago. We were still kids. I'm damn near forty, and I'm still. And I remember this guy used to get his uh, uh, um, checks right. Well, then wouldn't that be a marvelous world? But I'll say this: I think it goes on the position of each individual, right? Now let's start with the dad. Child support. You're giving your um, ex or the mother of your children or child. Way more than you think is necessary. That just brings a level of frustration to you regardless. Mm-hmm. So you find out that the money is being spent on the siblings. It's going to make you snap. Why? Because you was already mad in a way. Mm-hmm. I think that if the three, four, five hundred that you spend in a month or a week or per check was light money, I don't think you would care. Mm-hmm. Think so? Like, like, does that make sense? No, nah, that makes perfect sense. I think you're already pissed that you have to spend this amount of bread right. already. So when you right. realize that, hey, there is a level of frustration that comes absolutely. with dealing with this particular system. Absolutely, absolutely. But then there's some guys who actually don't have don't get penalized that steep to where oh, five hundred is nothing. Take that. And when I get my kid, we going shopping too. It is what it is. Once again, those are the people that just can do it. For the women, there's some women who think that one job is enough because they're a full-time mother. Respect that. They don't want to go out or can't go out to get a part-time job or find a better job to provide. Understood. So they take the uh, child support money and whatever they can't, whatever they need to make up for the bills and stuff, they do that. Lights is still on. The cable is on. The food is in the refrigerator. The rent is paid. Life is good. The problem that I would have, though, is if you're the mother and you have, let's just say you have three different children by three different men. Mm-hmm. One guy's on child support. The other two are not. I got a big problem with that, especially if you're spending my money on those other kids. Then that's a problem. Mm-hmm. You can't hold me accountable because let's be honest. Let's look at the situation. Is she still getting money from those other two fathers? No, no, no. no. She's not. She's, she's not well, getting a dime from them. I'm just saying how it looks because the the situation that was brought up in the podcast brothers group was, um, a father paid child support, I guess, for school supplies. Right. Something. He gave the mom six hundred dollars, and she spent she it on. Spent it, she's you know on all the kids. Where are the other fathers? They got to be in the grave. If, right. If you not providing for the children, right? Because I'm being held accountable. Either I'm giving you money out of my pocket because I'm a good dude, 
which mm-hmm. which which gets pie thrown in your face because you can mm-hmm. say, "Yo, let's skip the court mm-hmm. for my child." I'm gonna give you six hundred a check or six hundred a month, right? Whatever. Let's just say six hundred a month because it's one child. I think six hundred. Yeah. yeah. Let's just say I'm giving 600 you six hundred a check. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say I'm giving you three hundred every other week because I get paid every other week. I'm giving mm-hmm. you three hundred for my child, and you got two other kids by two other men, and all of my money is going towards the children' school supplies. The only way that would work is if the other fathers were paying and they pay and the and use that check for groceries and bills. I had a um when I seen this conversation or this topic posted, I kinda had a uh look at myself at this situation. So if I'm the if I'm the father paying on child support, which I actually am, if the Whatever the situ- whatever the financial situation is with the other kid's father, it's not necessarily my business nor my problem, right? But I also wouldn't be able, I, I think it's unrealistic to expect a woman to have another kid with another guy who's actively and financially providing for this kid and have that kid with whatever the fuck he wants while the other kid can't get or live or look the way that his sibling does because that money isn't flowing from that side of the tree. I think any parent, mother, if that was a father in that situation or a mother in that situation would feel terrible for their other kid to not look or want to be able to look as nice as the other sibling. And myself, being a kid who grew up without a dad, I'm sure it was situations where other men probably was paying for my ass at points in time because I was that kid that didn't have that fatherly support. So it wasn't no finances coming through there. So being a kid that probably was in that position, I can't in turn grow up and then be like, well, fuck that kid. Bitch, that ain't mine. Like mm-hmm. put all this money over here to my kid. That's the only one I care about. Fuck that. Which is true. It's not that I it's not that I don't care about the other kid, but I'm just not trying to take care of any kids that aren't mine. You know what I'm saying? Especially financially, because I want my son to be able to come up a certain way. But I would respect it 100% if the mother feels like, you know, all right, well, I got $600 total. It's not like it's $600 for him, and I ain't got shit for him. I basically got $300 a piece to take care of what I need to take care of so my kids can look straight. I respect that as from a mother. So I, I would just like to be informed, you know what I'm saying, as the father paying child support for my one son and expecting a certain amount of finances to go towards his school supplies or school clothing. If you need to split that up, just holler at me about it. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to have to feel like I'm being slighted or in two months, you're going to ask me for some more shit for our kid. When I just gave you $600 two months ago to get you everything you needed to get him through this time period that we're currently in. But here you are asking me for more. Now that's going to be a problem. So as long as it's brought to me, you know what I'm saying? I can respect it and I can understand because, you know, it's not the kid's fault in that scenario and he shouldn't have to suffer or not look up to par with, with his siblings in regards to school supplies and, you know what I'm saying, looking a certain way. And like you said, it's a conversation because the video that we saw, you saw the video, right? Mm-hmm. The video that we saw, the young kid who had to be like six, seven, eight, got in the car and asked his dad for more clothes or something or some shoes or right. mom said, dad, mom said, you don't love me. Why send the child out there with the message? Mm-hmm. You know, 
Um, however you spent the money, let me know so we can have a conversation. So I don't got to tell my son no, because that's what we really don't want to do. Right. Because like you're putting it on me now. Right, because that's like I, I gave said. you the money to do it. You didn't do it. And now you're saying, well, ask your dad if he could do it. Right. And I'm like, well, I just gave your mom money to, you know, I got to have that conversation with him for what? And that's where the frustration comes in, because the money that I did give might have been half of everything that I got. You understand right. what I'm saying? I ain't got it. So I ain't I gave got it up. I don't got no more. And as a man, as a provider, you don't want to look at your young kid and be like, no, nah, I ain't got it. Right. It's, it's a pride thing. Like we need to, some of us need to let it go. I finally told my kids, listen, kids, I got no money. Like, don't act like I don't got it. I don't want to tell them that though, because it's a pride thing. Look, pops broke. And it didn't turn out that bad. They said, okay. But some of us in a certain situation, you don't want to go there and you shouldn't have to go there because me and the mom should have a conversation. Like right. if I do give you some bread that I have to give you because it's, you know, it's in the system. And after you get finished school shopping, say, Hey, this is what I got them. Right. This, that, and the third. So I know what you didn't get. And I might have a question. And it's another thing. Men, the fathers can ask a question. So I gave you $600 and all he got was three outfits. And a pair of shoes with other money go. Well, what an outfit was Gucci. <laughs> you know it's going to be some backlash. <laughs> right. Like a lot of times men don't even want to ask, but ask. But you know it's going to start a fire. But I, women, let the men ask. Yo, where's the rest of the uniform? Like where's the rest of the clothes Honestly, at? man, if this, if you have a, if you have a very, very strenuous co-parenting situation and you know that the slightest conversations mm-hmm. will Trigger cause friction and you know what I'm saying make shit go left. My advice is if you know that's the type of situation it is, then slight communication is needed, but handle it yourself. Hey, yo, school coming up. What does he need? I'm gonna get it such and such weekend and I'll drop it off the weekend before school or whatever like that. You that's know what a, I'm saying? That's a different conversation. We're talking about child support. Yeah. If it's child support, you have to give her the bread. You can't buy it. So now you well, got Well, I mean, well, you can. Even with that, let's let's assume that let's say that whatever the child support cost is ain't gonna be enough to cover what they would need for school. So you're gonna come out the pocket outside of that to fill the void to get the kid the supplies. Well, but like st- I was saying, let me know. It's it's levels. It's okay, this six hundred dollars a month doesn't affect me and I still take him shopping, him or her shopping. Right. Then you got the people with the six hundred a month is everything, and I ain't right. got it. So, like I said, it's, okay. it's, it's yeah. levels to it, and I think that the ones that are frustrated are the ones that are giving you all they got. That's what I'm saying. I, I think that if you had it, oh man, I just I gave your mom three hundred. You like you would never say it because you got it. Here, take this little bit of money, and then when I pick my son and my daughter up, whoever which one, we still right. going to do our thing. You gonna go out and get a couple things, right? Blah, blah, blah. And like I said, for the women. It might. It just takes a little conversation. Like I said, I don't know why you don't have the other two dads on papers because you know. What I mean, you don't. You might think like don't don't get it twisted. It might be they individual who, relationships, right? They know who they can push and who they can't. Mm-hmm. If you seem like the one that they can get, they'll get. If they don't want to press Tyrone because they know he a nut, they're not going to do it. Yo, why you ain't put him on child support yet, girl? I don't need him. I don't right. But when you find yes, you do. But when you find somebody that you can actually put through the system, you do it. That's just the way it works sometimes. So a lot of times, once again, it's the pride thing and it's the competitive thing. A man look like so. Why am I providing for this man's children when he's there? He just ain't paying. He just ain't putting in. 
I have to go have a conversation with your baby dad. Like, yo, bro, you owe me some money, nigga. <laughs> that might be a conversation. You owe me had. some money, nigga. He might not respect a, a third. Woman's. A third of that child support is coming back to me. Hey, yo, <laughs> with my money, your son got the new um whatever converses. I need that money back. Mm-hmm. Like you, like, but that, but that might cause some trouble depending on who he is. Oh, that's. It don't matter who he is. If he a man, that's gonna cause trouble off the rip. Nigga, who the fuck you talking to? <laughs> that's a that's a confrontational conversation immediately. That's why I said immediately. Or but at the same time, depending on how far it goes, some niggas might feel less necessary. Some niggas might feel less necessary. It depends on who they are. If right. they are some type of threat. You got to think about going to prison, possibly killing somebody. Somebody killed you. Assault. Assault over some sneakers, over some vans, or over some. You know it's saying? not the vans, though. And it ain't the sneakers. It's the principle. It's the principle of why I had to do that shit. Okay, so okay, so you go to a man and say, listen, man, you going to stand up and be a man? I Don't get me wrong. The conversation is not going to be that blunt. I don't think it should be right. because no man's going to Hey, well, you Antoine, that. bro? Let me holler at you, Antoine. Listen, man. Um, Keisha need a little help, man. Keisha been needing a little more help around the crib with Jerome. He getting bigger. He running through shoes and jeans and stuff like that. Crazy. Now I've been chipping in with providing some finances for her to get them, but you back around and you, I'm still I'm still kicking a bill. I'm in, I'm you either gonna have to pay me back. And you know what they say, right? Oh, OG, you right, man. But I'm just in between jobs, man. You know I ain't got it right now, man. That's you know, cool. When I That's get cool. It. Yeah, yeah. When you get it. You holler at me, you know what I'm saying? Because um, I'm, I'm kind of coming, I'm coming out my pocket a little bit more than I would like to, and I want, I'm looking to be reimbursed like pronto. Nah, see, that's where you went wrong. Oh, fuck that. You don't talk. That's that's where you went I'm wrong. Looking, did I go wrong? The end of your conversation. That's what I want. I understand that, but the end of your conversation was kind of rough. That I don't was, give that a shit. That was kind of rough on the edges, man. I ain't had a baby, no grown ass <laughs> man, especially a nigga that's owing me money off of responsibility that he should be handling. That I am. No, 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 no. I'm just Listen, saying. I'm not here to fucking hold your hands, Juan. If you want I some, want my bread I want pronto. my bread by Monday. If you want some 50 cent, I want my money by Monday, then you got to listen. It's repercussions to listen, that. Man. I'm down for the go down. It's about two things you 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 want a boundary of here. My respect and my money. But that's, yeah. that's from the mom. The dad's not disrespecting you. The mom is kind of like in the no, disrespect. No, I'm just saying, if, if, he, if he's in the picture and I'm providing... Finances that's going towards my kid and his kid, and he not, bro. You she's owe me taking, some money. He's taking advantage of it, not him. He just ain't paying for his. He don't. He that's don't what get. I'm saying. But him not paying for his is making me not get the full extent for my finances out of my son because the money I'm giving to her is being split amongst the house. Hey, Antoine, <laughs> stop playing with me, bro. I don't even know no niggas named Antoine. Stop playing me, bro. If he said. Tell that other punk ass baby daddy yours to buy him. Then yeah, but if he's just like I'm not fuck your punk ass daddy. <laughs> I've been thinking my baby boy for like ten right. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but not uh, like t- like when uh, Jody rolled up on Snoop at the apartment. He was just like um when he thought it was Yvette. He thought it was Yvette in the apartment. And Snoop was on the couch um, and he cursed him out. And he was like you um I can't remember the apartment. I, was it I, the I just remember the scene? No, he was in the crib. Jody was. In the I think club? Jody was walking in, and Snoop was on the couch, and that's when they kind of chased him down. It's not chased him. Oh no, he, he was dropping off the door. He was picking up his son. Yeah, he was picking up picking up his son. But yeah, I, I would think my baby would like the last fifteen minutes of this conversation because it just, you know, I mean, what I mean, but child support is necessary, man, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? The kids need things. I get that. 
I think child support, two things. Child support would be okay if the system um, broke it down. Played so, both in, into right, both right. parties' favors at times. You can't take more than what somebody makes. That's number one. Right. Also, if more men were just responsible for their child, um, child support would work because, once again, you're just going to have some women who are kind of like not intimidated, but they know your situation. Like if you were a dealer and they care about you, they're not really going to throw you through the system. But unfortunately, it depends you, on what you did to her. But unfortunately, <laughs> Mister Man, if you got a job and you got a good living, they might take you because you know what I'm saying. It just is what it is, man. So child support is important for the children. I'm about to start selling dope. Then. I know some women though who you know give their once again give their checks to the child and they go out there and they get their bread. They don't live off child support checks. I know there's some so women, many levels to this. I know some women who don't have. They uh, kids father on child support because they know he ain't shit, which is the craziest thing ever to me. But I know a bunch of good dads who do for their kids that are in the system. It's confusing. Yeah. Sometimes child support is just about to get back revenge because you're not yeah. with me no more. Like you, we're not in. A and it can be some bullshit though. Like you can go to jail over this shit. Like, how the mm-hmm. fuck do you really expect me to pay now? Mm-hmm. I'm in prison, bro. Over. Mm-hmm. Imagine, imagine not paying your cell phone bill, and you go to jail for that. <laughs> hey, don't say like, that because we could I, we could definitely be heading towards that. Like, forget being late on a bill and like, going right, on your credit. Like if you if you falter on a certain amount of credit or what or contracts or whatever, you're going to jail. Yeah, going to that's jail. what child support is. You didn't pay your bill. Going to jail for child support is like one of the dumbest things because you're definitely not going to pay for anything. I'm in jail. And not only that, the shit is going to continue to tally while you're in prison for however long. So, like, fuck that shit, bro. But at the same time, niggas take care of the babies, man. You know? Do your better than a little bit. Do your best shit. Fresher fiasco, man. Let's get into hey, it, man. Fuck the system. Speaking of fuck the system, ASAP Rocky <laughs> has pissed the White House off because he has refused to acknowledge them after President. Well, excuse, excuse me. After Orange Man Trump, you know, watch your mouth, boy. <laughs> I, I damn near cursed on the podcast. Yes, <laughs> Said a bad word. Jesus. After Trump, forty-five uh, protest, not protested, but uh, I. What did he tweet it? Tweet it. Tweeted and wrote a letter. A few Sweden. tweets to get ASAP out of prison. And then when, um, where was he at? Sweden, right? And then yeah. when the Sweden officials denied it, Trump's kind of bashed Sweden a little bit. But no, that's about. A tweets. Yeah, and tweets. But ASAP has yet to and has not even acknowledged that he would thank the White House for their efforts. Fresh a fiasco. It's fresh, man. Fresh that he hasn't. Fresh that he has not thanked the White House. You wrote a letter. They denied it. You made some tweets. And they kind of just ignored that too. He actually didn't help get me out of jail. And I still got charged for assault. And I spent a month in prison in Sweden. What the fuck did you help? And what's the thanks for? Your attempts were ignored. I Imagine a bully... Are trying to do you a favor that doesn't work out. <laughs> like, and he wants you to thank him for, hey, man, I tried to help you get you out of jail. I know I've been taking your lunch money since third grade, but this time I tried to help you, but they just wasn't listening to me. So you've never thanked someone for attempting? No, thanks for trying? Thanks anyway? Not somebody that I didn't already like, no. But I don't know about the, how 
Rocky thinks of Republicans and the president. I'm pretty sure he looks at them as most people do in terms of politicians. Like, it's pretty unanimous. I'm assuming that he has the same perspective as most of black America in regards to 45. But if he does have a different perspective, that's possible. But I'm just going with the notion that he thinks has the same mind frame in that in regards to him as most of us do. So I don't think a thanks is needed to be had here. Man, you, you tried to help me, but you actually didn't help me. You could have probably made things worse for me, depending on how I, I think the outside world views the United States based on 45's actions around the globe. So it could have ended up worse. <laughs> so, no, I no, think it's, I think it's do shit for me. I think it's fresh at the further review because at one point I was just like, just say, Appreciate it. Like, hey, man, thanks for looking out. Even though we know that he was using black people, you know, it's, it was a political it's, it's election time. You know, show the hip hop community that you're down. Show the hip hop community. You going fresh for that? No, I was saying ASAP could at least say, hey, I appreciate the efforts because he didn't have to say anything, honestly. Um, it was from Kanye West and Kim Kardashian who reached out to Trump and was just like, yo, get our help our friend get out. So, so do you think Kanye West and Kim Kardashian? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> I still went to jail a month, and I, I got charged for it, assault. We took time out already. Right, okay, I'm gonna go fresh. Fresh, you know, if he don't want to, he don't have to. But I don't know. Maybe if it was me, I would have been like, now nah, I'm not going to the White House and talking to him for like. But still, what do you want a 60 minutes interview or something? Now, even mm. though our president is trash, when you get arrested. For things like that overseas, I think that is still a conversation you need to have with um, the government, like the government, the foreign and foreign government. No, just just your your oh, you your, yourself, your country. Like right. yo, I'm what a you prison. get locked up over here for just just a conversation, ask, right? They're probably gonna ask that when you come back through customs or something. Like like you really have to sit down with some people and talk. Like yo, this is what happened. This is how they treated me. This is what happened. But hey, it is what it is. With that, you can thank who you want. You can. And who you do not want, and you know, just based on the way that certain rhetoric has been spoken since his first campaign, it's like, nah, bro, I'm good on you, man. Fresh or fiasco, Spider-Man is no longer a part of the MCU. Well, hot damn. This is a clear-cut fiasco, George. It just don't make no sense. They just produced one of the big Spider-Man films that just came out just a couple months ago, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I don't, I I just don't, I'm, you can't come to a deal. Well, what, why the fuck not? Well, greed, what, greed. What the fuck you mean you can't come to a deal? Sony, let me ask you a goddamn question. Do you think Spider-Man will be shit currently without the assistance of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Huh, Mortimer? No. The answer is no. You motherfuckers need some new businessmen in there because I'm telling you, you keep up at this rate, the whole goddamn company is going to go under like the goddamn Twin Towers on 9-11. You can bet your ass on that one, Jack. I'm going to go. I'm going to go fresh. What the fuck is... What's up with you, bro? I'm going to go you, fresh. I, I got my reasons, though. What's fresh? I would love to hear them. Please elaborate. My my reason for it being fresh is a selfish reason. Mm. The Black Panther is now the number one superhero in the MCU right now. Now that Iron Man is gone, now that we have a whole new phase, we forget Black Panther did a billion. Top 10 grosser movie of all time. Black Panther 2 coming out March 2020, May 2022. Spider-Man just did a billion in quicker time. They was actually giving Spider-Man like he was going to be the man. Like 
Spider Man. Like this, like this was his. And I kind of think that the Black Panther got lost in the shuffle. Just like my man Will Folsky said in his tweets that he was going Child off on. He was just like the Black Panther movie they was put rushed. together, was rushed because yeah. they just needed Wakanda so they can make Avengers. The so they didn't even think Black Panther would even be that powerful. Right. To mean like, okay, Spider-Man was always the next guy. Yeah. And I think now that Spider-Man's gone, we can put the focus back on the Black Panther, who is actually going to carry the MCU. Don't get me wrong. Uh, um... Captain Marvel made a billion. Um, the Captain Avengers, Marvel made a billion? A billion, yeah. Um, Shit. Right, because at one time it was just Black hey, Panther. Hey, Marvel, y'all niggas hiring? <laughs> Straight up, man. Because that movies, two movies a year making a billion dollars. Because like, at, at one time, Black Panther was just like, if besides Avengers and Iron Man, just a solo. There was no other on. right. Th- there was no other movie touching a billion in right. life for the Black Panther to do that. It was huge. And then they just did Captain Marvel and Spider Man. Boom, blew it out the water. So now that I think that now that Spider Man's gone, which I think Spider Man Two, the last one I just dropped, was fire. Um, it just puts the spotlight back on the Black Panther. So I'm going yeah. fresh for that. To, Black Panther is also the richest. Uh, uh, Marvel character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think mm-hmm. he's no, actually he's the richest superhero of all time. I believe so. Mm. Seventy-seven trillion. Yeah, shout out, shout out to the shout out to Woo! T'Challa. The king is back on the throne, baby. That's what's up, like, so that's why that's I got a fresh. selfish reason. But it I can is. get with that. I can get with it. Fresher fiasco. Dame Dash. Oh God. Um, calling Jay Z a piece of shit and throwing out dirty laundry about Jay did this to him with girls. That's right. Dame Dash, a 50-year-old man, said, girls. Fresher fiasco, Dame Dash, no jumper interview segment about Jay-Z. Fiasco, man. I think I wrote all fucking fiascos today. Probably. Fiasco, man. Imagine being Jay-Z and being 15 years removed from a friendship. And anytime it's a camera on this nigga's face, <laughs> your name's attached to it. If I'm a name, honestly, I'm looking at Hove and like, yo, this nigga ain't make no public releases or nothing in regards to it. I'm not saying nothing about his ass neither. Like, I ain't going to just keep going around answering questions about my friendship with the most popular rapper on the planet or my past friendship. It's over. I don't want to talk about that no more. I'm declining all questions. They ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm not speaking on homie. Like, no more. Like, it's a rap. And... It's just at some point, when are you going to stop, man? We all know you want to go to a Rock Nation brunch, but this ain't going to get you there, especially talking like that. It might be true, but I think it's more at a point for me. I'm looking at it like, why even why even say it at this point? Just because you got to ask the question. I mean, you got to go to this extent to answer the question this way. You know what I'm saying? Not You ain't got to. You don't owe the nigga no favors, done. You ain't got to try to save his character, nothing like that. But I'm looking at you like, why even? Why even continue to just um, feed that type of energy to this dead ass situation? It's over. Leave it alone. It's fucking fiasco. I'm gonna go fresh. We live in an era of YouTube podcasts and more voice interviews, like more just everything is about talking. I was watching the Breakfast Club interview with Snoop Dogg earlier in the week. Shout out to Snoop and just and listening to Club. it. Just listening to Snoop, I'm just like Snoop's not being honest. He's lying about some things. Jeezy was on like the next day, and I said, you know, I'm not going to listen to this because Jeezy's not going to be honest. 
I just don't care for people who want to keep talking and talking and then spew lies as if people don't know the truth. Like stuff, stuff, stuff isn't documented. Like my issue with Snoop was Snoop was talking about some how much he loved Pac and how cool they were, but statistics show that they was beefing. Like it shows that Snoop and them wasn't getting along. Oh, I loved Pac. No, you was mad because your album was pushed back because everything was about Pac. Be mad and still love somebody. You can have mad love. Did you see the movie? Did you see the movie? Which one? The Tupac movie. And it's and it's documented. And it's documented that at the end, well, from what they said in the movie, I'm not putting all the stock in the movie, but it's documented that they had issues, especially at the end before Pac died. So all friendships got issues. Now you no, but what I'm saying is we want the truth about how you felt or how things went. Um, All this buddy buddy stuff, and I say that to say. All this talk about Jay-Z, about, oh, man, he's going to, there's a plan. A lot of these people have business relationships with Jay, like with the Jermaine Dupri situation, where allegedly he called, well, him and Flex talked, and Flex said he heard, or uh, J.D. said what he said, just so he can be like, nah, I didn't say that. You had Irv Gotti be like, yo, the NFL about to use Jay-Z, just for him to get on the radio the next day and be like, nah, that's not what I meant. Nobody's really, so I respect Dane. For at least saying how he really feels about that deal. Um, allegedly, when Dame said he did this with girls, it's because Jane Dame wanted to holler at Beyonce first. We all saw how that love triangle with him, Jay, and Aaliyah went down. So mm-hmm. we know it's real. We know it's real. But allegedly, Dame Dash wanted to date Beyonce. Jay said, that's a bad idea. And they went and dated Beyonce. So that's what he said. So... If you're having an interview in today's era where there's so much YouTube, so many podcasts, I just want the truth from people. And if the truth is from Dame, I don't care how much uh, hate he has for him. If it's the truth, I just want to hear the truth. I don't want to hear Fugazi messages from his friends or people who's afraid of him because he does business with you. That's not saying that I don't like the deal that Jay did. I don't care. But if you're going to be have an interview and people are going to ask you real questions... I need the truth. That's why I like 50 Cent. That's why I like people who aren't afraid to speak on. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with them and all, but that's a dumb deal they did. So I'm going to go fresh mm, I respect speaking it. your mind. That's why I said, if you was going to do that, like, yo, I don't really got a problem. People people hate what he said because of their past relationship. I don't. Like, I, I can't have an opinion. I don't, I, don't hate, I don't hate what he said. I just don't. Me personally, once the situation is over me, I don't speak on that shit no more. Like I just step over it and I don't even want to entertain any anything that got nothing to do with it. I'm just I'm, I'm just, it's dead. I'm Respect not. that. But in the era of talking, because that's what we do now, there's nothing I'm it's not even music no more. It's just all interviews. Yeah, I'm keep yeah, it a hundred. Still, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a hundred and tell you as I'm not talking about that because it ain't got nothing to do with what I got going on. And I would rather hear that than a lie. That's yeah, all. I'm that's saying. what I'm saying. I'm not making nothing up. Me myself, I wouldn't be like, well, yeah, that, that's a good deal. Like he can do that. I'll just simply be like, you know, I don't want to answer no questions about homie. But who said? But is he making stuff up or is it just him? Getting no, no, no. Up? I ain't. It's not. He like I said earlier, what he said could be true. I just that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't give a shit. You know okay. what I'm saying? I don't care because it. It looks weird coming from you because we know the strained history of y'all friendship. You know what I'm saying? He could be telling the truth. He could be lying because he could still be sour about how he catapulted and he didn't after their split or their business. So who knows? Mm-hmm. But he seemed to be honest. Okay. So you already know what time it is, man. Yeah, man. Holla at your boy. Can I please be blessed with the smooth sounds of JJ Icefish, please? <laughs>
fuck did you prove it? Podcast Brothers episode 149. What the fuck is you doing? It's going out to someone who I look up to. I really like this guy a lot, and it's hurt my feelings that we have to do this today. But here we are. The fuck is you doing? Discriminates against no man, woman, or child. And today's person that is being brought before us to ask them what the fuck is they doing is none other than. 50 cent. <laughs> um, as we all know, today is the season six premiere of the final season of Power. We've been highly anticipated season six and everything like that. Everybody's that's into Power has got a lot of questions based on how last season ended. And with this being the final season, it's a lot that goes in. It's a lot that could happen. So everybody's anticipating it. Me especially. One of the things I like about shows that I fall in love with is the theme song, right? A lot of iconic shows have great theme songs that no matter how many times you watch this show, you watch the theme song in front of it right before it comes on. Power is one of those shows. Well, it was. This episode, (laughs) they decided to replace the theme song that we all have come to love. They say this is a big rich town. I, I just come, come from, from the poet's parts. They took that part and replaced it with the remix with Trey fucking songs. Does anybody realize that Trey songs doesn't even sing anymore? This nigga hum talks. <laughs> they say this is a big rich town. I could do that shit. I could do that shit all fucking day. And drop nothing but goddamn hits. Now, it's not that this song is particularly whack. It's just not the original. This show has been on for five seasons. And for each episode of those five seasons, with the next episode you hear previously on Power. And then they show you what the fuck happened. And then the screen cuts to black. And then they hit you with the, they say this is a big bitch. You watch it every time. You love it every time. Because it's like, oh, shit, nigga, what the fuck about to happen? And the theme song is putting you in that groove to catch whatever it is they about to show you on screen. Trey Song's version does not fucking do that. You know what I did when I saw, when I heard that it was the Trey Song's version? I dropped my fucking head and said, no, they didn't. Now, 50, I've been seeing you and Trey kicking a lot on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? I know that y'all both aren't where y'all used to be in your musical career and that when you got a position of power, you can help your boy out. Put him on or something, try to get him rejoicing. I get that. I see that 100%. No problem. But why did it have to come at the expense of the fans? Why? Why do I have to not feel like this isn't the show that I was signing up to watch as these opening credits are rolling. It's just not what we wanted, 50. It's not. Now, granted, the episode was fire as fuck, so it kind of made up for the change in an intro. But to be honest with you, bro, if y'all went back to the original for episode two, you would, lot, you, you would make a lot of people a, a very, very happy 
going into watching the episode because we love the original theme song with Joe. Keep your same verse on the original. Keep that verse. Keep the Joe on the hook and let that rock out for the rest of season six going into the end because we like that version a lot better than the Trey Songs version. 50 Cent for putting Trey Songs Big Ridge Town version over top of Joe's Big Ridge Town version for season six of Power. Everybody that watches Power would love to know what the fuck are you doing? God damn. That hurt, didn't it? It hurt, man. It hurt. It's like slapping your little brother. I don't want to do it, but you're acting up. Don't you put your hands on me. Even if I am acting up. Shit is crazy. It's crazy because it's like this is the last season. Why can't you just finish, like, just go out? The only TV show that had a different theme song, but it was still in line with the original theme song every season that I can remember is The Wire. The yeah, Wire, it was, it, a, it was the same song, but it was a different version of that song every season. But the thing about The Wire, they didn't let you get comfortable. We had five seasons of right. that. And right. for you to say this is it, just finish it with right. the same song. Now, I watched the after show of Power, and 50 said he knew that it would be hit with some resistance, but he likes it. It's it's more upbeat. It fits more of the show. No, so it don't. He knows that people don't like this version, but he just like, you know, he, he still. Okay. He said, right, you niggas will get used to it, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we won't. I mean, this is the won't. last season. We ain't got to get used to it. Right. We can just hope that every time it comes on, it's the Joe version. Just give me more love. Just give me more hope for a great season. For a series finale than Game of Thrones did because they dropped the fucking ball and I can't handle power not living up to high expectations. That's the either. pressure. I think I don't think that's one pressure that I don't want a season finale and you know that there won't be another episode after this one. Right. Even though it's the climax to a story, right. I think that's what Game of Thrones was going for. Listen, this is the end of the story. We're not trying to wow you, right. but people' expectations are what they are. Right. With power, for them to name this final betrayal. It got me thinking. Right. Somebody. Something big is going to happen. happen. Yeah, something big I think happen. that it's too obvious for it to be Tariq. Mm-hmm. That's too obvious. He's already portrayed his dad. So um, I think something big will happen. I just think that we have to fall back on the expectations as well. I think our expectations is through the roof. No, man. Not, if, not, not if you don't expect anything, then people get to give you anything and say, here, here's and, this. Yeah, but look at everybody still pissed on the Game of Thrones because y'all really thought y'all was going to get something that I nobody did. never promised. And that's you. why my, they did promise they it to promise. us. They promised it to us with the previous seven series of awesomeness that they gave us. That's how the fuck they promised it to us. You can't give us seven seasons of awesome and give us the final season of shit. Even if you know. Even if you know what? Even if you know, well, we ran out of story. We ran out of book. Like, we ran out of everything. We have nothing to go off of. That's they fault. <laughs> All right? That's they fault. They should have fucking waited or something. They could have worked something out. Or maybe production of season one should have came four years later or some shit. Who knows? I don't know. Y'all jumped the gun and provided us the awesome content. Don't, when, when my jaws is salivating, pause, and wanting more, don't say, well, you know, we all out. Like Popeye's chicken and shit. Nah, because mm-hmm. it's a problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a problem. But yeah, this was episode 149. Sneaker giveaway next week, 150. You Epi- ain't on it. You ain't on it. Next week, uh, the OG Sneakerhead will be in the building. 
And um, we're going to make it do what it do. We're going to make it happen. Once again, we're on Anchor now. Support the podcast, brothers. I submitted my cents. name to the podcast, brothers. Don't worry, I'm not going to select titles. his name. He don't know which one it is. Don't worry about it. I know all these emails. I know everybody who uh, subscribed to the uh, website, thebrotherspods.com. Thebrotherspod.com. Subscribe to that uh, website. The podcast, brothers, on YouTube. Go there. And, um, yeah, episode 149. Peace out. Deuces. Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer? Or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile. You're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply. Let's go. Kids' days are filled with adventure, and Go Go Squeeze is there for every run, jump, step of the way. Made from wholesome ingredients like 100% fruit and veggies, real yogurt, and no artificial anything. In Go Anywhere pouches, so our kids can keep going wherever their adventures take them. Go Go Squeeze, you make the memories, we'll make the snacks. Find us in the applesauce aisle. Let's go!